I'm Erin Lawler Patterson, the Goodness Chick. I'm an international speaker, life coach, author, and proud part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Join me on the journey of empowering you to kick butt in life, not get kicked by life, addressing mental health, relationships, self-care, and giving back. So in just a few short months, Around the World with the Goodness Chick is going to be launching my third book. I'm really excited. It's a collection of journaling, kind of a memoir of the nine months spent going around the world, uh, interviewing, chatting, working with people who are essentially just doing amazing things, spreading kindness, goodness, trying to make an impact in the world within their community. And um, I'm very excited and very stoked, and we'll definitely make sure to keep you guys posted. If you have not already hopped on and read the first of my two books, first two books, Peace, Love, and Goodness, Lessons from the Drug Lady, or A Higher Level of Goodness, Lessons from the Drug Lady, I definitely encourage you to hop on Amazon. They're awesome. They're powerful. They're reflective and all about how are we living and making sure we're not compromising, we're not diluting ourselves, and being true to ourselves. Check it out on Amazon, my friends. And as we jump in today to today's episode, talking about five-letter word that is very often pigeonholed as to always being a negative. Talking about anger is a natural emotion. It happens. All of us get angry. And it's easy to kind of think, you know what, I hear the word anger. Oh my gosh, it's super negative. Not always the case. A lot of times it being the case that it is a negative, but it doesn't have to be pigeonholed as a negative if we don't allow it to be. So anger happens. It is a normal emotion to all of us, whether that be something that is triggered because of our environment, stressors that be with finances, relationships, something that's happened in our past, family situations, limited resources, the list could go on and on and on and on. It is absolutely a normal emotion. How we opt to handle it is a choice that's ours. It's kind of like this fork in the road. We're either going to go in the, the positive direction or you're going to go in the negative direction. It's, it's taking the kind of like, say, Star Wars approach. Are you going to go with you know, the dark side um, and let that fuel you? Or are you going to kind of take the higher ground and let anger fuel us in a positive way? So I'm going to break it down a little bit, right? Anger is a normal emotion. It's something that gets upset. upset. It, it can trigger things, emotions within us, other emotions. Uh, in a positive sense, it can absolutely be a catalyst for real change happening. It's, it, it, it's allowing ourselves to be able to use our voice against something or for something that you, we can no longer tolerate that upsets us um, and using it in a way that can make a difference, not just within ourselves, but those around us, our community. And I'll kind of give you an example of this, just kind of on, on a small level. Um, we, my son and I, probably three or four times a week, we walk on the beach and we always have, you know, some kind of bag or something with us where we collect trash, right? Rubbish, as we call it. Um, and we, you know, I've really spoken to him about how important it is to clean up after yourselves and, and to not leave anything behind and how it not only makes things look, you know, dirty and yucky and taints things, but the, the um, consequences, the implications that connect to the earth, right? When it comes to how long it takes to actually, you know, to, to disappear, if you will, and to break down, uh, as well as to the aquatic life, to fish, to sea turtles, to manatees, to whatever it is, um, and that it's important for us to clean up, right? So it's something he has, in a very short period of time, gotten pretty passionate about, which I think is awesome. So maybe two weeks ago, we were walking on the beach, we are kind of hanging out, 
And there was a, a couple that were standing actually above us. We were on the beach and they were up on the boardwalk and both of them were smoking. And the one gentleman, we made like direct eye contact, which was kind of, it was just funny timing. Interesting. Um, as he flicked his cigarette onto the beach as we were cleaning up trash. Right. And, um, you know, I looked up at him and, and so did Jack. And it was like, and I had said like, are you serious? And Jack repeated after me, are you serious? Um, you know what, like there's, there's a bin, you know, 10 feet away from you and you're choosing, you, you threw a cigarette butt on the beach and the guy had responded and said, well, you know, it's just a cigarette butt. It's not a big deal. And I came back uh, to say like, well, it is a big deal because now, you know, say a hundred people throw their cigarette butts on the beach. It, it's gross. It's dirty. It doesn't disappear. There's not magical, you know, cigarette butt fairies that kind of float and loom and, take this away. Like, and, and, you know, Jack had said, getting, was angry. And in an appropriate sense, like, you know, you need to clean up your rubbish, you know, don't be lazy. Well, you know what, rock on. It was absolutely accurate. Something he has been fueled, uh, getting angry when people are disrespectful or lazy when it comes to leaving trash behind. That's one example when it comes to a positive form of anger, we can get angry about things and it's using that I do believe to try to make a difference in the world, to speak our, our, our minds, to say things, and I, I do believe in a respectful way, in a way that we're educated about, in a way that we can um, not be mean. You know, when we talk about anger, I think sometimes when we choose the dark side, if you will, uh, it can bring out things in us that are just yucky and unnecessary and, and angry in a way that uh, are, are just very negative, very negative, right? So. There's a quote that I read by Buddha that says, you will not be punished for your anger. You will be punished by your anger. So when we talk about anger in its negative sense, it's looking at, well, what does it look like? You know, am I an angry person? What, what would this look like? So if our anger is chronic, it's ongoing, um, where it's, it's a state of mind, it's an emotion, it's very easy to fall into, right? Um, where there's this disconnect between before I speak, before I act, before I react, I am not able to process and evaluate. This is where it's a red flag, could be an issue, right? Uh, anger absolutely can be constructive, it can be used to motivate, but when it's used in a way, um, when we re are reactive and where it is not something that it's motivating us to do something positive, red flag number two right so we're going to look at a few different forms of anger and 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 i think it's important to ask ourselves do i fall into any of these is there somebody that i care about that falls into this and what that means to us right well there is the chronic anger that i talked about where it's just ongoing the state of like it's an easy lapse into it's just ongoing there's a form of anger that's it's called being overwhelmed overwhelmed anger and i feel like a lot of us it's this tug of war where it is it's due to the demands that are thrown at us by life right um, where we feel like things at times are just too much to cope with. And this is when, in a negative sense, we kind of bug out or we get really like, ah, oh, you know, freaking out with what we say or maybe, you know, reacting in a way that's just not constructive. And, and I'll, I'll give you another example of this. So uh, last, I guess it was early last week, mid, mid last week, I just was like super tired. I was jumping out of my car, dropping um, Jack off at school. And, um, I was just, I was tired. I, I hit my elbow in a way that hurt like heck, like, ah, piercing went through, felt like my entire body. And I just, I was like, 
it was a combination of ready to cry and just like, what? Like ready to kind of freak out. I didn't freak out, but it was this, this intense kind of mushrooming of feelings where I was angry. Uh, and it was being connected. I took a deep breath. What am I angry about? I'm not angry about, you know, me, uh, you know, the, the door handle thing. It's not the door handle's fault. It was me not being uh, observing and being aware. But it was also, it was a combination of my circumstances, right? I was tired. Uh, the week before, I'd spent almost two weeks between Virginia and New Jersey uh, at my family's house where my grandma had passed away. And I, you know, missing her and tired. And it was absolutely a, a state of anger that was due to being overwhelmed. Okay. Situational, too much going on, but it was still that choice. Do I bug out, right? Like a Brussels sprout and say things I shouldn't say and, and, and do something I shouldn't do or holy cow, do I take a deep breath, right? So do we get that state of anger when different things in life that just kind of, man, we feel like we're stretched. And I'm going to get to the point where we all get there, right? That feeling of stretch, but how do we react? How do we react? How do we react? Do we think before we say, before we do? There's also a third form of, of anger, self-inflicted, that many of us can do it ourselves, feeling guilty for something we did in the past, in the present, in the moment. Um, and then we direct the anger to ourselves and we just kind of beat ourselves up and nobody is a winner in a situation. You just beat yourself down. I'm angry at myself. Why did I do that? Um, and that can cause a whole lot of damage in terms of how we feel and see ourselves as well as how the other people around us see and feel about us. Because if we don't respect ourselves and we're angry at ourselves and we blame ourselves for things all the time, we resonate that, right? We kind of give that vibe off that we're just beaten down and we're angry. Two combinations that aren't super awesome, just kind of keeping that in mind. There's those uh, where there's passive anger, right? It's this staying quiet and kind of holding grudges and not bringing, you know, communicating what's actually going on, but it still impacts you. And it's this, you know, I don't really want to talk about it. I'm okay. Uh, but I'm angry, right? It's like this beep, beep, beep that you're giving off that, you know, I know you're angry, but let's talk about it, learning how to communicate because anger can doesn't have to be, you know, I'm, I'm slamming doors or I'm punching a hole through the wall or I'm screaming. Anger can come in many different forms. And for many people, it can come in the form of being passive anger, right? I just don't want to talk about it. It's, you know, not getting back to somebody via text or, or um, dodging the issue, if you will, but still being angry. And this is where it impacts relationships. It impacts us being able to have healthy communication and something that has negatives connected to it, right? Uh, and it can be, you know, I, I you hear people say, well, you know, I was just kidding. Like it was sarcasm, right? And and sometimes people are, are, are kidding. Yes, not bashing all forms of sarcasm, but when it comes to passive um, forms of anger where we interject sarcasm in it, um, sarcasm, scarcasm, sarcasm that's leaving a mark. And it's like not really kind of being able to step up and say, this is what I'm upset, upset with you about. Instead, kind of inserting these statements that just are kind of like these underhanded little jabs that hurt, right? Well, I was just kidding. I didn't really mean it. Well, let's break it down. Let's pull the layers back. Why are you angry? Why are you angry? Let's talk about it. Because anger doesn't have to be what we can sometimes think is just yelling and slamming doors or, or taking out physically, whatever, or just being angry. Last one is being the volatile anger, where we know what that is. It's a spontaneous, violent, angry state uh, that 
is funneled towards an individual or a situation or a circumstance. And a lot of times this anger is this, this, this rage, we'll call it, is kind of can be funneled towards a scapegoat, blaming it on somebody when they're somebody else just because it's convenient when it's really their own issues going on. And I think in all forms of anger, right, all, all forms of anger when it comes to the negative, um, it's coming from somewhere. And this is something that we need to ask ourselves whether this is something we struggle with ourselves or somebody that we love struggles with. Where is it coming from? And being willing to say, well, if I'm, will I'm realizing, yo, there's some red flags going on, right, that I'm willing to work on it. Uh, and if there's red flags going on and saying, and I'm willing to work on it, where do we go from here? Well, I, I'd say the first step is being willing to kind of communicate, being willing to learn how to communicate in a healthier form because th there's a disconnect with what's going on. I'm not communicating. Being willing to kind of peel back layers a little bit. And this, uh, counseling is not for everybody. I get that. But being willing and open to maybe going to counseling. If anger is something that's kind of putting a wedge between you and other people, um, and it's being willing to ask somebody that you trust and you care about that to say, like, do you feel like this is an issue? Do you feel like this is a wedge? Do you feel like that it's putting a wall up? And, and many times when it comes to the negative forms of anger and somebody that struggles with anger, walls go up. And anytime there's a wall, there's a, there's a distance between that person behind the wall and the person on the other side of the wall. Um, and we can try sometimes as human beings to isolate ourselves in really weird ways where it's, uh, it's a coping mechanism, right? Anger can be a coping mechanism where I just don't want to really deal with my stuff and I'll just be angry. Well, I'll tell you this, if anger is something that you struggle with, right? And you're like, wow, this is something I'm struggling with or you, somebody you love is struggling with. People don't like to be around angry people. They may not have let you in on that secret, but being around angry people is tiring. It's this emotional yo-yo. It's kind of like tiptoeing around the eggshells. Nobody wants to tiptoe forever, dude. It gets annoying and it's frustrating and it's tiring. And at times it can be scary. You know, I, I've had people tell me in the past to say like, you know, well, you know, I, I, I'm just saying these words. It's not like, you know, I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting physical or I'm not this or that. And we make excuses. Verbal can be wicked harmful, can be wicked hurtful. Uh, and just get to your core. And if you're angry, life is short. What are you going to do to change? It's never, ever, ever too late to work on ourselves. But, right, I, I would say this to kids that I work with for years, you know, I can't change you, man. My heart can ache for you and I can, I, I can be by your side. I can cheer for you and encourage you. But you have to take that first step. You've got to be willing to take that first step because nobody can make you change. You know, it's like kind of hitting your head against a brick wall, right? Like just change, but nothing's ha nothing's changing unless you take that first step. That's when that wall, those pieces of concrete, if you will, right? Like those bricks, individual bricks can begin to be disassembled when we're willing to take that first step, when that person is willing. And it's, I believe it's okay if that person is asking you, you know, how, do, where am I? Be honest in a loving encouraging way it's always be encouraging it's always uplifting i love you you're awesome but i'm worried about you you know i do feel like you know when i come home at the end of the day or, or we're at work or we're at school whatever it is uh that i'm uncomfortable because i feel like maybe what i say is is, is going to hit you the wrong way you know you're going to receive it in a way that you're taking it personally and then woo, watch out anger train 2019 
and I, and I do believe when it comes to us as family members and friends, it can, we're in uncomfortable water sometimes that it is addressing things, but there is a point where it's like, okay, I've said my piece. And sometimes we need to back off a little bit, letting that person get to the point that they're taking that step. They're getting help uh, because we can't make them. And man, that can be really hard sometimes where we're like, ah, just take that first step. They've got to take that first step, right? They got to take that first step and we can love them. But sometimes it's, we can't push them. Can't. We can encourage them, but we can't push them. Um, and anger's weird and funny because it's it's very often like you put that spaghetti pot on the stove, right? And you crank that puppy up to high. You you put the lid on. You walk away for forty minutes, and every, I'm fine. I'm okay. The pot's fine. It's fine. And then you open the lid up. Boop. You know, there's there's those beelets, those droplets that are hot and splattering. That's what anger is. We could say it's self-contained and it's not bothering anybody. Well at some point it does. And whether it's passive anger, it's volatile anger, it's self-inflicted anger, right? Uh, when it's in the negative form, it's hurting somebody, 100% guaranteed. And anger can be like a cancer. It could just kind of just beat you down, wear you down, eat away at you. And, and, and it's negative. So if this is hitting your ears, you're like, yo, man, I'm going to start working on myself. I say, rock on. I'd say first, start getting some insight from a friend. Second, rock on the counseling train. Ask somebody you know for recommending a counselor. I can promise you within your circle, somebody has gone to counseling. And I think counseling should be the norm instead of not the norm because we all got our stuff, right? It doesn't have to be a forever thing. Go chat with somebody. But make it at least three months, right? Because really, I believe in my heart, no progress can be made for anything less than that time. Okay, because it's just not going to happen. Three months, boom, make a three month minimum. That's where we're at. It's also being patient. We can be impatient human beings. I know I am guilty of that. It can be part of that club. Change does not happen overnight. Uh, I think I've re reflected before where a number of years ago, I used to, to run a, a boys anger management group. It was one of my favorite things I did. I loved it. Uh, just a really good group of boys that were just angry, right? And it had kind of put obstacles in their way. And it was like trying to encourage them and, and guide them in a way of how do we remove these obstacles? And I remember a parent had called me probably, I'm going to say like six weeks into our sessions. And she was like, you know, my son, such and such has been working with you. And, you know, I know you see a lot of kids and I just am kind of frustrated. And what, what are you frustrated about? What's up? I'm, I'm all ears, man. You don't have to bob and weave around this. Well, you know, my, my boy, he's, he's still angry. I was like, hmm, all right. So how long has he been angry for? Mm, 16 years. 16 years? Okay, he's been in my group for six weeks. Yo, here's a DL. It takes time, right? And yes, he is a, he's looking at changing. Yes, he's working on changing, but it is not a light switch that we flick on when it comes to our emotions, when it comes to kind of trying to become rewired, if you will, it takes time, yo, we gotta be patient. And if we're not patient, we start to kind of get these voices in our head, like, man, you stink, of course, you're still angry, of course. And now, flip those words around, and I'm working on myself. And you know what, you're gonna stumble and fall. You just get back up. And it's important who you surround yourself with. You're surrounding yourself with angry people, the likelihood of you overcoming the state of mind of anger, right? Is minimal. Positive peeps, uplifting peeps, non-angry peeps, look into them, right? Look at the people that the top five people that you surround yourself with. If they're all angry, man, 
woo, need some serious diffusers with essential oils going on. You know, it's good. It's you, you, something needs to change. I'm going to just break it down because if we're around angry people all the time, it wears on us and it doesn't help. Um, I do believe meds can absolutely help. That is never my first uh, jump ever, 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 because I think we're too inclined to say, just take some medication. Um, I do think it's starting with counseling. I do think it's beginning to pull the layers back. And I do believe that if necessary, medication can do great things, but advocate for yourself, ask questions, look at your family history. Um, you know, what, in what ways can it benefit you? What can be the implications? And just keeping a tabs, being advocating, advocating, advocating for yourself because it's super important. On the other hand, when it comes to finding releases for our anger, way important. Physical releases, whether that be running, riding our bike, surfing, um, you know, I don't know, going for nature hikes or whatever. Get outside, have some sun on your face, allowing little releases for your anger because it's important. Uh, super important and becoming aware of our triggers, right? What are th things that get that kind of when we're in certain situations, if there's those situations that you can avoid trying to find ways to avoid them. And this is where counseling helps when there's situations that we can't avoid learning how, what are my, what are things that my body gives off, right? Whether my hands clench, I could feel like my heart racing to, to begin to deal and address things to decrease the anger intensity, if you will, if that makes sense finding things that you're interested in, a hobby and pursuing it. And if you have one, rock it out. If you don't, there's a bazillion things out there. You want to knit, knit. You want to run, run. You know, you want to join a theater thing, a cooking class, pottery. I want to grow, you know, orange trees. I want to learn how to fix things in my car. I don't know, whatever, dude, whatever a hobby that you dig, check it out. That in itself will also help if we allow it to and not being so hard on ourselves, right? Enjoy it. It's fun. It's not a test. Help decrease our anger. Very, very, very important. Um, and part of it, it's also when it comes to the counseling, when it comes to relationships, beginning to say, you know what, I'm willing to work on being improving and strengthening my communication because that um, can be absolutely part of the anger buildup, if you will, the guck, the yuck. Um, and knowing when it comes to the gook or the yuck, anger can be negative and detrimental to our health. It's not just a, an emotional state. Uh, our mindset's affected, um, our body's affected, whether that be through just you know getting stomach aches because I'm angry, getting short of breath, getting headaches, having trouble sleeping, whatever it is, having trouble in terms of connecting with people relationship-wise, the, the, the negatives are, are a lot. So today's a new day. What am I going to do to take a step forward? Uh, I, I think a pitfall with anger sometimes, because I've heard this from young people before, you know, well, my parents are, my dad's angry or my brother's angry. It's genetic. Listen, things can be genetic for sure, but it's not sealed in stone. Only if you allow it to be sealed in stone, right? It is a choice that we have to make. Am I going to change the tide? I am me. There's no other me on this entire planet. Or are you going to stay angry? Okay, stop making excuses. Let's work on it. Let's work on it. Let's work on it. We're using the past, you know, Ari, you have no idea what's happened to me. I don't. You have no idea what's happened to me in life, right? Allowing, I've said this a bazillion times, our past to fuel us rather than consume us. And if we allow our past to make us angry, bitter people, all the stuff that's happened, ah, oh, my heart breaks for you, dude. I'm sorry. I am sorry, but 
It's now taking a step forward and saying, you know what? I'm going to use this instead of being angry in a negative way. It's getting angry to just change things, to grow, to become a better human being, to change the world around us. Dude, that's how it's all how we look at it. I mean, some crazy crappy things have happened to people. It's heartbreaking, right? But am I going to use it to fuel me to change things? And, and, or am I going to allow it to consume me, right? Just suck me up kind of like that that penny you try to get with a vacuum cleaner, like the little stick vacuum cleaner, ah, right? It, it, it'll take you down. You can't win. You can't win. Anger, 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 and it's positive can change the world. And it's negative. It can strip you down. It can beat you down. It can devalue you as a human being and knock the wind out of you. So the choice is ours. Allowing things to fuel us then rather than consume us. And knowing that after this pot is over, it's now a decision you make. If it's, this is something you struggle with, let's start working. If it's something somebody you love is struggling with, pass this on, dude. It's not about pointing fingers. It's about loving each other and knowing that we're all a work in progress. And it's never too late until we take our last breath. It is never too late to work on ourselves. Know that, dude. We're all a work in progress, man. Um, and that's something I'm a big believer in. Every day is a new day. Am I going to use it to stay same place? Boom, no motion. Or am I going to go forward? It's a choice, dude. Just like our emotions, just like some anger, right? Boom, let's change it, baby. I hope that this fell on your heart and your ears in some positive ways. It got you spinning, got you thinking, what am I doing next, right? And I want to say to you, if you have not already subscribed to the Goodness Chick podcast, whether you're listening on Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, the Mental Health News Radio Network, which I definitely say, check it out. Love me some Mental Health News Radio Network. Um, iTunes, iHeartRadio, pass it on, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. What we listen to is really important. And I'm a big believer in positivity. I'm a big believer in making a difference in the world. And I know for a fact that when we listen to things that have a positive influence, it kind of gives a kick to our step in the day and it has an impact on our mindset. Let's get some goodness going, my friends. Wishing you an epic day of peace, love, and goodness. If you enjoyed today's episode, there's a lot more encouragement and life-kicking strategies on goodnesschick.com. Have a great day, my friends.